welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, multimedia journalist, and graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design for today's show. Oh, and also, don't forget to go to rockauto.com because they have amazing selection for your car and auto body parts. Uh, tell them we sent you. Uh, don't forget to put lockdown in there. How did you hear about us, Box? Because they have all the parts your car will ever need, so just go visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now, today on the podcast, I want to talk about Last night's game a little bit. Talk about whether the Diamondbacks are conceding and throwing in the towel. And I also want to do a little Dalton Bar Show. Uh, just a little talk about him as well. A little chat about, you know, the coming into the season, the third best prospect uh, in this D-backs farm system. So we'll do a little talk about him as well. But first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Dimebacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDimebacks at gmail.com to find out more. Well, let's start here. Let's start with last night's game. And, of course, we got another phenomenal start out of Zach Allen. I, I believe he's up to now 23 consecutive starts to start his career with allowing three earned runs or fewer, 23 consecutive starts of three earned runs or fewer to start his major league career. That is an MLB record. He went out there again last night against the stout, you know, dominant Dodgers lineup, and he looked phenomenal. Seven innings, one hit, no earned runs, two walks, and seven Ks. The man's ERA is now, it's now at 1.8 on the season. He's been... Just completely overpowering his hitters from, you know, the not allowing a lot of walks. He's given up a decent amount of hits on the year, but not last night. Not allowing earned runs and striking out guys at amazing rate. I believe I saw the other day, if you pro projected his stats over a full season, it's like over 230, uh, like over 230 strikeouts. Some insane numbers Zach Allen's putting up right now. And for the D-backs offense, it's another it's another night of not doing anything. It's another night where the backs the bats go quiet. It's another night where <laughs> Zach Gallon's walking home without a win, and you're just like, how can a guy who's been arguably the best pitcher in all of baseball this season have one win on the year? And that just goes to show you how bad this D-backs offense has been when he has been pitching. They only mustered five hits last night. And just put two runs on the board. Uh, and the D-backs are just in a huge slump right now. They are just comp- one of the worst teams in baseball right now. They've lost 12 of their last 13 games. And in those games, they, they've really struggled uh, to just put runs on the board consistently. In nine of those 13 games, they haven't even put two runs on the board. And so for a team like the D-backs, when we had so many expectations come into the season, especially with their offense, we thought that was at least going to be the saving grace of this team. And right now, it's not just their pitching that's been the issue. It's not just their bullpen, but their offense as well. Their offense has been atrocious. You see so many guys in this lineup uh, just underperforming. Right now, in that lineup that started last night, there's not any 
players in that D-backs lineup from last night. It's batting 300 on the season. Not one player batting at least 300. Last night's game, Barquetel Marte's batting average below 300. He's now at 299 on the year. Christian Walker at 289. Peralta 286. Those are your top three. And then after that goes to Josh Rojas at 250. Ahmed at 234. It's just been a struggle across the board. You see Eduardo Espar at 194. So this D-backs offense is just not clicking at all right now. It just makes you wonder if it's because this D-backs team as a whole had just thrown in the towel and it seems like it could have been started at the top. And yes, the players aren't performing, but if you're, you know, this D-backs ownership, the management, you have to keep these guys motivated. You have to keep the foot on the gas. And right now it seems like that's not happening. Recently, there was a letter sent to season ticket holders for the D-backs saying they look forward, saying the D-backs are looking forward to the 2021 and 2022 season. So what does that mean? It was signed by Mike Hazen. It was signed by CEO Derek Hall. What does that mean? Basically, it means they are conceding and throwing in the towel. If you're sending a, a letter to your season ticket holders saying we're excited for the future, we're excited for next year, and two years from now, you're basically saying screw this season. We're throwing in the towel. And for the D-backs uh, players, that's an awful message. Yes, it, it, they are struggling tremendously. Yes, they are last place in the NL West. Yes, they are game many games out of the, the wild card spot. I believe there are at least five games right now out the wild card spot. But if you're the D-backs, you got to if you're the D-backs ownership, you know their their front uh front office, you have to keep your foot on the gas of your Tory Lavello. You have to keep your foot on this gas because you don't want to start setting a precedent. You don't want to start inviting a loser culture, uh, a losing culture and a losing mentality to this clubhouse because you see that infect so many teams and it can infect players as well. Players start picking up bad habits and they say it only takes 30 days to to establish a habit. So you don't want this D-backs team start establishing bad habits for next season or just for their careers, depending on the players. So if you're the front office, if you're Tori Lovello, I'm still keeping my foot on the gas. I'm still going out there motivating this team, and I'm still giving them the message that there is still time to, you know, make it up because technically there is, even though I don't believe it at this point, even though there's about uh, close to 20 games left in the season, I don't believe this D-backs team is going anywhere. Right now it looks like they, they're probably going to finish last in the NL West, but if you're that Tory Lavello and you're the front office, you can't allow that to happen. You can't allow that kind of mentality to creep into the back of these players' minds. And for a game like last night, that's something you have to win to get your morale up. A game against the Dodgers, you know, World Series favorites, that's a great kind of morale boost. You have Zach Allen out there just dealing, flat-out dominating, and you can't get it done. You had the lead entering extra innings last night. You know, just a game where you couldn't get it done. We saw the D-backs put up a run late in that ball game that, that made it go into extra innings, and the D-backs couldn't capitalize. They had bases loaded with one out with Canley Jansen really struggling to throw strikes, but bases loaded one out. David Peralta strike. Uh, he has a ground out. Then um, Eduardo Escobar, or excuse me, David Peralta had a pop out. Then Eduardo Escobar came back and struck out. 
You, you can't do that, especially when you're at the middle of your order, the middle of your lineup, the heart of your lineup, especially a guy like David Peralta, who's been so good this season with runners in scoring position. A guy like Eduardo Espar, who has been in the past great in that position, who who's a slugger, even though he hasn't demonstrated it a lot this season. He's been a slugger throughout his career, and it was just a disappointing loss for the D-backs team. And to see Junior Guerrero come in and give up the game in the bottom of the 10th, it just disheartened. It's one of those games that really break your spirit when it could have been a game that really boosts you up and hopefully puts you back on the right path. And that's not what happened last night. It was just another crushing defeat for this D-backs team. And right now they're in a real hole. They're really they're in a hole and their their heads are down right now. It feels like the morale of this team is broken. Nick Ahmed had a conversation with Tori Lovello and Mike Hayes actually about that letter because he didn't like the message it sent. And I, I'm in full agreement with Nick Ahmed. I don't like the message it sent either. And if I'm this D-backs team, I got to go out there. I got to keep performing and I got to believe it can get better. And who knows? You never know what can happen. Look at the Suns. They entered the bubble. They have the worst odds of any team entering the bubble to make the playoffs. You know what they did? They went 8-0. and Yes, they still made the playoffs, but they gave themselves at least a shot to, to and it, uh, well, what did I say? Yes, they missed the playoffs. I hope I said that. But at least they gave them a shot to make the playoffs. And, you know, they did everything they could in their power. They just controlled what they control. Uh, they controlled what they could control, and that's a winning ball game. So the Suns did that, and that's about all the D-backs can do. They All they can do right now is go out there, win ball games, strengths and wins together, and hopefully by the end of the season, it, it leads to a, a wild card berth. Now coming up, I want to talk about Dalton Varsho, but first, can someone call the Guinness Book of World Records and give 2020 the world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. And Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month. Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash MLB. This is their best offer, best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash MLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. We need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., or a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. You need to call Postmates because Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. 
No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to it. And I want to talk about uh, a little Dalton Varsho because Varsho, if you saw the game last night, uh, he made a spectacular play in that ball game in center field where he was just tracking it back and caught it as he ran into the wall. And just a real highlight play. And it was really a play that showed off Varsho's athleticism. And what makes Varsho so interesting is that He's been primarily a catcher. That's how he came up through the ranks. He did play a little bit in the outfield in double A, you know, just a tad. But he mostly started uh, as catcher from 2017 to 2018. All his games he played was behind the bench. But he did do some occasional time in the outfield in double A over the last couple of seasons. And entering 2020, he was pretty high in, uh, in terms of prospects in the D-backs farm system. Just really overall in baseball, Baseball America had him as the number 53 best prospect in all baseball. Major League Baseball.com had him at number 76, and Baseball Prospectus had him at number 87. So Varsho is a guy who's pretty high in most people's list, and it's not a surprise when you just look at his raw numbers from the minor leagues. The guy could hit for average. He has multiple seasons where he hit at least 300. Uh, the guy could uh, get on base. His OBP is insane. He can slug. His slugging is insane. He has the pop. He's a guy who has multiple seasons of at least 15, or not 15 home runs. He has two seasons with at least 15 home runs. A couple of seasons where he has double-digit steals. You know, a couple of seasons where he has over 20 steals. for. So a guy like Varsho, uh, it seems like if he was to be an everyday catcher, he has that 30-30 potential if he could do it for a full season. But... We already have the D-backs, already have Carson Kelly at catcher. So there's a little bit of a log jam right now for Varsha. But after that Starling Marte trade, it makes sense to see how much Varsha is really equipped to play the center field position right now. The D-backs are really testing him out there. They have him playing a decent amount of games. They have him out in the outfield with Vogt and Carson Kelly taking over a majority of the duties. And so far, it's not like Varsho has really shown too much or really, you know, done anything crazy as he's as he's played for this D-back team. I mean, his numbers on the season are pretty underwhelming, to to say the least. And only 33 at bats. He he only has four hits and 33 at bats. Uh, three walks on the season to go along with 13 strikeouts, no home runs, no RBIs, one stolen base. So his numbers, his raw numbers at least, are not very good at all. But just the idea of Dalton Varsho in center field and making noise and being a, an everyday center field is just something I like. I think Va, uh, Varsho, if he was given a full-time opportunity, could really grow into the role now. The thing with center field is just such a tough 
position to play defensively. It's the reason why so many, you know, great center fielders move to the corner outfield spot like a Ronald Acuna. It's the reason why we don't see Mookie Betts in the center field position. Not because they can't do it defensively, but because it puts some extra wear and tear on your body. And for some reason, hitters typically usually do better offensively when they play that corner outfield position uh, as well. So, but for this D-backs team, they have David Peralta right now in the corner outfield spot. Got Cole Calhoun out there. So we'll see how long those two are out in the corner outfield spots. You know, maybe they want to bring up a Christian Robinson in the near future to take one of those spots. But right now, center field looks to be the open spot in this D-backs lineup. And one of the biggest holes that they have to fill. And maybe Varsho could fill that need in for a guy who has the potential, like I said before, to be potentially a 30-30 guy. That's what you definitely want in your D-backs, uh, what you want in your center field position. And doesn't look like he'll be an everyday catcher anytime soon, at least with Carson Kelly there. Carson Kelly just has too much you know, investment in him. He was traded. He was part, uh, or at least uh, a part of that Paul Goldschmidt trade. He was acquired by the D-backs along with Luke Weaver and you know, giving up a guy like Paul Goldschmidt, a real franchise star, a real face of a franchise, uh, it, it was it, it means that Carson Kelly has to live up to the billing of being one of those two guys in that trade that has real star potential. At least when the D-backs acquired him, that's what we believe. Now, Carson Kelly hasn't showcased that potential this season. He's been pretty underwhelming on the year. Been one of the worst hitters on this D-backs team. And that's really saying something because this D-backs team across the board has just been putrid to say the least. But he's batting over the, uh, or I should say under the Mendoza line. He only has two two home runs on the season. That's definitely an area I expected more of. I thought, I mean, obviously it's a shortened season, so I wasn't expecting 30 home runs. But at least, you know, a guy, uh, at least a pace where it looks like he was going to hit 20 home runs if he played 162 games. And right now, it doesn't look like that would have been the case if he played more games. And overall in the season, he just, he just hasn't looked that comfortable at the plate. And maybe the D-backs... We'll put Dalton Varsho in the catcher position one of these days. You know, maybe they want to see how he is. Maybe one of these days they want to make him the full-time catcher. But right now, I think the best course of action for this D-back team is just to get him in the lineup as much as possible, and especially in that center field position. I want him getting comfortable with these outfield spots, and I don't want him being a center fielder for, you know, the long haul. But Cole Calhoun's, you know, in his early to mid-30s. David Peralta, you know, He's a guy entering his 30s as well. So those aren't spring chickens anymore. David Peralta has more time than Cole Calhoun. But Cole Calhoun, not a guy who seems like he's going to be with the D-backs team for the long haul. He definitely seems like a, like a guy who could be on the move in a couple years as a free agent or a possible trade candidate at the next deadline or the offseason. So for the D-backs team, I think they definitely want to get Varsho in the lineup more. Jake Lamb is not getting you any quality at bats. You're not getting any quality at bats from John Jay or most of your uh, bench players right now. So might as well put these young guys in. I know you said you're not uh, conceding or throwing in the towel, and you don't have to throw in the towel just because you're playing young guys. It's not like you're tanking. You don't want to do what you do for the NBA where teams, once they're out of it, they start to tank and just you know, load up with young guys. Baseball, they do something similar, but it's not called tanking. It just, uh, it's just called getting your, your, your prospects in so you can see what they're worth. 
uh, once the offseason rolls around. So that's what I want the D-backs to do. I want them to go out there and still try to win games, but I want to see their more young players in the lineup. They have a DH spot to mess around with. They, they've traded Starling Marte, so they now have a center field spot to play around with. And most of this lineup hasn't been good anyway, most of these players. So... Even a guy like Eduardo Escobar, you could probably sit a little bit more since he's been struggling so much. If you think you have another prospect in the farm system that, you know, has real potential to play a corner infield spot, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him over Eduardo Escobar right now because of how bad he's been this season. But this D-backs team definitely wants to get Varsho in the lineup as much as possible, get him as much opportunity as they can, and maybe he will be a starting catcher or center fielder for this D-backs team in the near future. That's it for this edition of a Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. And don't forget to go to rockauto.com where they have amazing selection and the prices are always reliably low. Have fun, everyone. Peace!